episode 274 of Nerds Eye View. For the 3rd of May, it's May. Andrew? It's it's going to be May. Oh, wait, I'm too late. Sorry. Is that how memes work? I see that meme, and I, I don't even remember that song. Is that a song? Is that from gonna, a song? It, he, he, the, the song, the line in the song is, it's going to be me. But the way that he says oh. me sounds like May. He says, oh. it's going to be May. So we just have a meme for every month now. Is that how it works? Is there one for June? There's I just know April showers bring May flowers, yeah. and June gloom is bad. The, That's how the rhyme goes, right? Yeah. Okay. That's how rhymes work. Yeah. They just end on a hard... Very abruptly. Yeah. 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 Mother Goose, uh, she didn't know what she was talking about. Well, she was extricated from the nunnery after a while. Yeah, and then she lived in a shoe. Was yeah. that... Am I getting this right? Yeah, that's how it works. Okay. I'm Jordan. I'm Andrew. <laughs> and this is Nerd's Eye View, where, uh, you know, on, on, the, on the idea of rhyming, where we're reviewing a movie about music. Yeah, about singing, singing? music... On well, a hope. on an avenue, right? What boulevard? Boulevard, Sing Street. Oh uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a play on words. Yeah, a little bit, and it, and it makes more sense in the movie. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, before that, we're gonna have our box office and uh, talk about the new releases. After the discussion, um, we'll have our guest. The ending, or uh, um, well, no, actually, the the spoilerific discussions at the end of the show. Are we gonna have one this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Yeah, I think we should. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. It might be short, but cool. you know, yeah, it'll be there. Yeah, nice, nice. But in the middle of the show, you can hear our baseline thoughts on the movies. That way, you know whether or not you should go see it. You've seen the movie already. Stick around to the end, and we'll we'll get into spoilers. But first, let's do the top ten. I am number ten, criminal, which you might be if you had anything to do with number nine, Beavis Doge. And if you had anything to do with that, you better hope that you're not number eight. The boss, uh, which uh, hopefully you're not the big bad boss from number seven. Ratchet and Clank. And I believe one of their levels is based off number six. Zootopia, which you might visit if you worked at number five. Barbershop, the next cut, which hopefully you got one of those before number four. Mother's Day. And uh, if you forgot to get a present for that special someone, you might have to get something for number three. Keanu, who is not one of number two. The Huntsman, Winter's War, which hopefully does not arrive in number one. The Jungle Book. 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 Did we expect it to be in number one again? I don't think so. I think... I mean, if anything, I expected numbers. Keanu to be up, right. up there. But, look at these numbers. Um, They're so Keanu low. Keanu could not be... Winter's War? It just came out with a FUD. Like, yeah. it's so crazy to me. Because I think it was, I think we had Disney putting out a movie. Then we had a fantasy film. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a comedy right before The Avengers comes out. Do you out. think they're losing some money to the boss? Possibly. But, I mean, but just look at these numbers in general. They're all so low. I feel like this week is just a bad was a bad movie to or a bad week to put out a movie mm-hmm. because everyone's like no i'm gonna go to the movies next week mm-hmm. i think next week these numbers are going to be insane yeah 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 what do you think opening opening what 150 for the entire month or I mean, just for, for civ- avengers just for civil war i think I'm it's gonna like open two. to 150 open I'm, to two gonna i think it's gonna to be two. two do i hear 250 do i hear 250 going once i think it might be over two i don't right. know about 250 all right all right. 
I don't know. Do you think anyone's having fatigue? You hear a lot of you hear a lot of downers nowadays. Um, you got these now. You got these DC hardcores that uh, you know. Are they still going to see Marvel stuff? Like what? what right, what's their right. deal? The ones who are defending Beavis Doge, saying that it is they're going to uh, show up. Triumph of they're going to be their first day. Cinematic uh, for sure. I can't even finish that sentence. It's just it's just because you know when you hate someone, you also got to be there, or not someone, but something. Mm. You got to be there so that way you can talk about it. Yeah. Right. Mm. Because as soon well, as that's you at least our policy. Right. Right. If you, if <laughs> if you're going to say disparaging marks about something, you at least have to have experienced it so you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be there first week, mm. and and it's it's getting good buzz. From everywhere else. I mean, we are actually the last market in the entire world to get this film. Yeah, it has come out that's, everywhere. That's kind of crazy, right? That's, I don't remember that happening in a long time. Huh. And it came out... What well, happens with Bond movies, I think. Right, yeah. you're Because aren't those... Well, I feel like they come out in the UK first, but this came out in the Asian markets, then UK, mm-hmm. and then it's coming out here. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, when does that happen for a big triple a movie like this i'm not that worried uh, i haven't heard any spoilers oh no luckily it was really nice because uh i've seen some good back and forth on the internet because in the uk uh when game of thrones comes on it doesn't come on their tv until the next day oh. so they have a 24-hour period where they can get spoilers mm. so i saw a lot of people go hey no game of thrones spoilers americans because we've all seen civil war yeah you know what i mean yeah. so it's it's actually been really friendly yeah. i haven't seen anybody online you know, throwing out spoilers. Yeah, I mean, I don't try and go to those dark corners of the internet. Yeah. I try to stay the away bad, from those bad places. places. Right, right. But I'm saying on Facebook, usually people are all talking about it. Mm. And I actually belong, which is very dangerous at the moment, to a UK group mm. on Facebook. And there's a lot of people talking there, but they make it very clear. They're even doing the thing where they they enter down and they put all these characters yeah, yeah, in yeah. so that way it's below the, the read uh, more. The read yeah. more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it just sucked hardcore, they would just be saying that. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're having discussion and being hushed about it, I think everyone's enjoying it and they want other people to enjoy it, so they're not talking about it, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think uh, the people who made Ratchet and Clank are kind of bummed? I think they're super bummed. Opening to not even $5 million. <sighs> But, I mean, it came out in the UK earlier, too, and the buzz over there was not good. But, it, I mean, do you think they just missed their window? I mean, when was the last actual new Ratchet and Clank game? Two years ago? Three years ago? The new one? Like one that was a literal, like not the... You mean a real sequel? Yeah, like a real part of the... Like seven, eight years ago. Right? Yeah. That's crazy. It's been forever. Because I remember when they were releasing them on PS3 and it was like, this is exciting, this mm-hmm. is new, and then it turned into the, the multiplayer this, co-op games. This that, is the first one this generation, like, and the generation's been around for, what, a year or two now? Yeah. And... and so when the PS3 came out, they had two that came out on there, and then yeah. since then it's just been these weird side spin off things, yeah. And and those came out to mixed results. Mm-hmm. And uh, this the the game that came out recently is just because of the movie, and mm-hmm. everyone is loving the game. Mm-hmm. There's just rave reviews everywhere. It's selling really well because they priced it lower, and it's making everyone say, "Hey, make another one of these." Well, we want this. Yeah, and but when you compare that to the movie, the game is obviously better. Yeah. I and think that, they just missed sucks. their window. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like this part of the season is getting very busy. Mm-hmm. Not just season, but I mean literal years. It, there wasn't like Ratchet and Clank hype right. going on. Right. It's just a thing of, you know, you have to see, you have to see what's, what's going on. They should have put out a game and then the following year or two put out a movie. Yeah. Once everyone was 
back on the mm-hmm. bandwagon. Yeah. Or they should have had the movie like seven years ago. <laughs> like, I agree. When it was at peak. I feel like you know. now they did it because it's cheaper. Because you can make films that look this good mm. and it doesn't cost as much money as it did back yeah. then. Yeah. I don't know. And then Zootopia, I didn't even realize that's been going strong. Strong. Nine weeks. Look at Beavis Doge was in uh, number six last week. Mm-hmm. For six weeks, it's now number nine. It's almost knocked off the list. Mm-hmm. And Zootopia has been up for nine weeks. Yeah. Has made. Uh, the interesting thing is they've. Beavis Doge has actually surpassed them money wise. Yeah. But if this placement holds true, Zootopia is going to make more money overall. Yeah, I think it'll definitely. I don't think Ratchet and Clank will have that much strength over it. No. Uh, I mean, no. and just Disney right now is just raking in this money. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if this stays kind of similar. Next week, there's going to be the top on the top ten. There's going to be at least three strong Disney films: yeah, Jungle Book, Zootopia, Jungle. and Civil War. Yeah, wow. Uh, which is that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, people joke about oh, Disney's taken over, and then they they talk about how evil capitalism is, and and but then the, I say, but I love Disney. <laughs> yeah, if they're if they're making good things, I mean, Jungle Book's not great. Yeah, neither of us. I the interesting thing is, is Zootopia's the more people, like way better, but is way better. Yeah. I think Zootopia is incredible, and more people should see that. But a, a lot of people like Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like you and I didn't connect with it for some reason, because we're old fuddy-duddies. Or we're, we're just in that sweet spot of not like not enough nostalgia right? or something. I don't know. There's something... It didn't, it didn't carry us over. It didn't, didn't quite click. Yeah. But, I mean, look at these numbers. Uh, last week was $117 million. This one's 97. Didn't even bring $100 million, but... Yeah. I think th- I think it's because everyone's saving their money. Next, everyone's going to the theaters. Next this weekend. weekend's going to be real. It's going to be nuts. Do you think there's a possibility that Hardcore Henry will show back up on the top ten? Like it's not even there now, but do you think it's Whoa. making just not enough money? But given the way that everything will pan out, do you think Hardcore Henry will show like maybe number ten? I'm not even saying like high, just like. It'll pop Be- on. Beavis Doge will not be on this list. Because it'll be, you know, the 250 million and mm-hmm. then like, you know, 10, 5, 3, 1, 0. 0.9. Like it'll just I agree. drop. I agree. I like think crazy. I think Beavis Doge and probably Ratchet and Clank will be gone. Mm-hmm. Or maybe more people will see Ratchet and Mother's Clank. Day is gonna be, Mother's Day is going to be gone. I don't know. No. Because Mother's Day weekend. That's next weekend. Oh, that's true. That might actually be a thing. Okay. That trailer looks so bad. That'll still be there. But but for sure, I think theaters on the whole will maybe have one screen showing Superman still. Mm-hmm. Everything else is going to be Marvel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I don't even see the gonna, point. Why would they even gonna, show? Just, just, just show I told you, I saw it again recently. And I'm sorry? And we were one I of... I want to feel sorry for you, but... We were a set... You knew. There was like, there was like three pairs of people in there. Yeah. In a huge theater. Yeah. The great thing was is a bunch of people bought seats and didn't show up. So it was awesome. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Let's move on to the new releases on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, here we have on DVD and Blu-ray, The Fifth Wave. That's a movie. I, I saw that. Not great. Like secret aliens taking over and I you have to I kids fight that. wars and stuff. Yeah. It was really, uh, yep, that was a movie. I think they're hoping for a sequel. Don't think it's going to happen because it kind of ended with everything just like, well, okay. 
Really? That's how it ended? Just Yeah. Like they accomplished one thing, but there's still like a hundred other things that they need to do before the world is okay. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but you know, the characters that you've followed get a kind of completion. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, like Hunger Games in you. Oh, that's, that's, yeah. I still have not seen the last one of that and I kind of don't care, but the way that the one right before that ends, it's kind of like, Oh, just, we don't know. It's cause it's a two parter. So it's kind of, yeah. it's, it's relying on that trick of, you know, who knows what's going to happen. All right. And then also new on DVD and Blu-ray, we have joy. This is the, uh, David O. Russell film starring Jennifer Lawrence, uh, as she is a, uh, a, a little inventor saleswoman. Yeah, based who, on a true story. Who uh, can do... She can do it. I believe in her. We reviewed it in episode 257. Mm-hmm. I remember liking it. Yeah, I, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. I mean, I think you did not like the trailer. Maybe. If a movie's good enough, I can forget that I didn't like the trailer. So I guess it was good enough. What movie was it that you hated the trailer so much you were just glad it wasn't going to come on anymore? Oh, the, 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 the skier one. The long skier. Yeah. Long ski jumper. Uh, Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I hate that trailer. <laughs> when that came out, you were just like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, good times. That's like, but now I have to worry if I go to one of those second run theaters. Oh, yeah. That's running the old trailers attached right. to the movie that ran before, you know. Because I had that happen where I was right. like, dang it. I was free of this trailer. I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, ah. At Beavis Stoge, there was all old trailers. Of course. Because it came out weeks ago. Um, all right. Now, on DVD only, we have a couple of doozies here. Uh, and I'm going to say I only put in all of these so I could just say they're funny titles. They're we ridiculous. Have, uh, the Birdmen. The Birdmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have East Side Su- Sushi. Sushi. Was and Full Out. Full out. Uh, and then new on Blu-ray, a film called City Heat, uh, which that one stars Clint Eastwood Ooh. and Burt Reynolds. Uh, so, okay, before we get into the TVD, uh, uh, this isn't, it's not going to be trivia, but we'll just play a, a little numbers thing here. Jordan, oh. of these one, two, three, four, five, six films that I've listed here, how many oh, of them? all of these? Yeah. How many of them do you believe are not based on either a true story or uh, already existing material? How many of them do you believe are original in, a, in the sense of the word? I feel like this might be a trick question. Well, give me a number. How uh, many? And then, and then if you have a guess on which ones. How many are original as in not based on a true story or an already existing material such as a novel or whatever two of them okay which two birdman okay east side sushi okay it's actually three what uh city heat oh, i could not find yeah, anything that was based on uh yeah a uh, full out based on a true story of a gymnast joy based on the true true yeah, life. Yeah, I know. I knew the, the fifth wave is based on a novel. On a novel, yep. Uh, Birdman, I couldn't. It wasn't based on something. East Side Sushi is. Uh, it's it look that actually looks really good, because um, it's got a uh, uh, the thing where the writer and director are the same person. I always Ooh. like that in a film. Yeah, and it has a, a bunch of those little laurels on the mm-hmm. cover, which means that it won a lot of uh, you know independent awards. Oh yeah, I see them. Uh, but yeah, um, 
Did you say that Burt Reynolds was in City Heat? I feel like that's an important. Did I say Burt Reynolds? It's Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I said both. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's they're nice. they're like on the opposite sides of the law, but they're friends. I don't know. It looks sounds like good. A lot of fun. 1933. I feel it's like I should be set in. Yeah, I feel like I should watch it. Nice. Uh, all right, so TVD. Here we go. Uh, we have the last ship, the complete second season, mm-hmm. and we also have Salem, the complete first season. And uh, this is a little game where I'm going to try and guess whether or not Jordan has seen these, because if you don't know, Jordan. Watches a lot of TV. Too much. Uh, so I'm going to guess The Last Ship, you watch that. I'm going to guess that's a regular watching for you. I've never seen a single episode. Oh, my God. You watch the other one, don't you? There's a couple that are about ships that were out. Or is that not even on anymore? <laughs> no, I don't think that's on anymore. <sighs> okay, and then Salem, I don't think you've seen one episode. Oh, I've seen the first episode. Oh, my God. You're wrong on both accounts this week. Salem is a WGN oh original. Uh, but it's all over Netflix. Oh, okay. Like Netflix caught it up and just was promoting the crap out of it. So I, I think he's way into The Last Ship. The Last the Ship one. is like... Uh, it looks real dumb. It's got, it's got the bad Baldwin in it. No, I, think it, I don't think it has the bad Baldwin. Are you thinking of the wrong show? Click it. I clicked it. It has uh, Eric Dane. Uh, oh, it does have the bad Baldwin. You're right. Yeah. It has the bad one. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw his face because he's like a ship captain. I was just done with it. Yeah, it's like a ship and uh, it's a like the fire apocalypse. strikes and then yeah, their and ship is safe. Yeah, and they got to pick long. up. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. <laughs> I thought you'd be way into that. It, was, it just it didn't it didn't catch me. And every <laughs> every commercial I've seen of it since just looks bad. Well, I can't imagine it just keep going. Like eventually they have to get off that ship. So. Right. Ships know. break down yeah. unless you're in Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Yeah. But then they're just already bro- breaking. Yeah. They're already broken. And they still float anyway. Yeah. Yep. Well, because it's only water. What are you going to do? Water uh, is denser than anything you put on top of it. All right. So uh, that's it for the new releases. Uh, if you want to g- catch any of those, go to your local video store. Apparently, one of the big selling points of The Birdman is that it was released on Redbox first. Wow. Yeah, The Birdman, starring Ed uh, Ed Burns? No. Mike Cavanaugh? Ed, or Mike Cavanaugh, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. Yep. All right. When we come right back, uh, we will be reviewing Sing Street. Your mother and I really are under a lot of pressure at the moment. We had a look at our accounts and... We're taking you out of school. We're not taking you out of school. We're transferring you. You'll be new then. What's your name? Connor Lawler. Shut up. We have a black shoe policy here, Mr. Lawler. They're brand. They're quite sensible. They're not black. Who knows what this new prison will do for you? This is your time. You see, it's beautiful. How come you're not in school? I'm a model. Well, do you want to be in a video for my band? See, so if you're in a band, sing me a song. Take on me. We need to form a band. What? Connor's not a band girl. Oh, good Jesus. You'd play every instrument known to mankind. Probably. Sure. about the girl, isn't it? What's this? Homework. School in the morning. This is school. Rock and roll is a risk. You risk being ridiculed. Jesus, what are you all wearing? Yeah, we're just working that out. That's great fun. Yeah, it's really fun. Have you kissed her yet? She's got a boyfriend. 
pulled off in his car, music blaring. What was he listening to? Genesis. No woman can truly love a man who listens to Phil Collins. So the guy with the car. It's complicated. As long as you're happy. You are truly on a hero's journey. Are you up to that? I think she's just an amazing human being. Big, big Connor. End of term disco at the school hall. I say we ask if we can play it. It's our first gig. It's gonna be amazing. I'll try and come. You have to come. Not exactly the Beatles, is it? I actually love this band. <laughs> Sing Street, written and directed by John Carney, uh, starring uh, a couple of people here. Oh, where's the main guy? Is the main guy's name Cosmo? Yeah. Oh. Fert, Ferdia Walsh Pilo. He doesn't have a picture on MBB. No. That's weird. I think it's, this might be his first movie. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, in a small role, Aidan Gillen. Which is... His father, but we yep. know him from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He is the little, little finger. finger. Yep. And it is uh, Freda's first movie. Who? Oh, cool. Yeah. And also, uh, Jack Rayner. He looks familiar. Yeah, he's been on some stuff. But also, Maria uh, Doyle Kennedy. She's been on some stuff. Uh, she was on Jupiter Ascending. And an interesting thing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, she's been on some stuff. She's on, oh, she was really good on Orphan Black. Mm. Um, yeah, I think a lot Downton of these Abbey. kids were new here. Yep, Dexter. Yeah, the mom. The mom has been in a bunch of stuff, but all of the kids uh, who do a great job, I think, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're all new people. Yes. Uh, so this is a story about uh, a boy growing up in Dublin during the 1980s uh, where he escapes his strained family life by starting a band uh, to impress the mysterious girl he likes. Yep. Uh, so John Carney, uh, I've, he's, he's uh, known for, for this film Once, which I've never seen. Uh, my friends love it. And uh, now I feel like I should go watch it uh, after seeing this film. Mm-hmm. He also did Begin Again, which I was a little bit interested in. Uh, I believe that's Mark Ruffalo. Got that right? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo and Keir Knightley are in oh. Begin Again. Cool. Uh, it's about singers as well. He he does a lot of he does films about singing and about music and uh, music is a big part of his films. Yeah, if that's your passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is kind of interesting because this is a period piece, and I believe his other two films were supposed to be a modern day. Uh, this one actually does take place in like 1985 or something. Yeah, it's 1985. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yes. I don't know. I I kind of loved the setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's in Ireland, uh, and they're actually having the troubles of the 1980s Ireland, uh, which which were are kind of explained in a newsreel at the top. He likes he likes Ireland and Dublin because that movie once you were talking about mm-hmm. set in Dublin. Yeah, well, I think he's probably Irish. Yep. See, that's the thing. I don't know that much about this John Carney fellow. Oh, yeah, he was born in Dublin, Ireland. Go figure. Yeah. I think that kind of shows. He has, like, a passion to his films. And it feels like a real place. Mm-hmm. Like, as as you go from lo- uh, location to location, 
this feels like an area, a place where they live. And it it does a really cool thing with landmarks. Like some of the characters will even talk about like, oh, on a clear day, you can see London yeah. from here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's cool. But I think that's also like a, not only just like landmarks, that's a that's part of like a, a weird thing of like hope in this film yeah. where they're kind of, everyone's kind of struggling. Yeah, and they talk about people migrating, like mm. just picking up their lives and traveling to another place because yeah. they're they're just trying to make it in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, I thought it was... Uh, it's, I thought it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, this this might be me. this might be one of my favorite movies of this year so far. Wow. Yeah. Really. I really enjoyed this movie. Well, I think I was just really impressed. Um, so in the film, they use you know these these kind of classic '80s songs, mm-hmm. but then interspersed the these kids in their band, they write original songs, mm-hmm. which are actually original songs created by John Carney and I, you know, some kind of writing partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of tie into the plot. They they mimic the styles of the songs that they're listening to. Right. Uh, they feel like they're from that time period. Yeah, which is I think very impressive. It's really they really good. pull off that feel, and I think that's honestly how this trailer even sold me on thinking I should watch this because mm-hmm. the trailer uses two of their original, original songs. songs, and. Uh, they're fantastic. Like they're, they're really, really good. Yeah, they sell but, it. But they also they don't feel super produced. They feel like music it created in that time, but also could have been written by these kids. Yeah, it feels. It just it makes sense and and it just I don't know it it embodies who they are as people. I don't. It was just super well done. Like it. He did it say he wrote this too. Yeah. So as a writer, director, and then also writing the songs. It's just this beautiful, cohesive vision that he created with this movie, which I feel like if he had just been a director or just been a writer or just helped with the songs, it wouldn't have come together this way. It feels really good. Sorry, I was reading in the trivia here. <laughs> it's, he had to, uh, uh, Carney, he had to say in an interview that it is not, this film is not like a, a just a reference to or uh, like a remake of a film called The Commitments. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, which is very strange. Do you want to know what's funny? Hmm. His mom was in the movie The Commitments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very funny. And the 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 main character's name is Jimmy Rabbit, mm-hmm. and the a friend of the main character in. Uh, well, not the main character. His writing buddy. Oh. That he meets the one who can play all the instruments. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A friend of the oh, main character. Yeah, yeah, a friend yeah. of the main character. Okay. He he is obsessed with rabbits. Yeah. Which is supposedly based on a real life friend of John Carney's when he was young. Right. I don't know. That's that's kind of fun. I wonder. Like I wonder. You know, um, when filmmakers when they make a film, they put some of themselves into it, mm-hmm. especially with the writing. And I wonder how much of John Carney's childhood is in this film. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. But oh, so the name Sing Street uh, comes from. Their the school? name of the school, which is which Sing S Y N G E, right? Yeah. Which I'm not sure what that. That's a real place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real, it's a real place. I'm yeah, not sure it's what, where it's where his dad went to school. I'm not actually, sure what it means though. I wonder if it means something in um, like Gaelish or whatever. I don't know. I'm googling it. Oh, I'm getting a lot of weird results here. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a playwright. Oh, an Irish playwright. Maybe that's what his name. That's is. probably what it's based on. And it, he goes to a, a Catholic boys' school. Oh yeah, he's a he's a Irish playwright. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting because the um, 
wasn't it wasn't it the saying of the school was like be manly or something mm-hmm. that's really something that was really funny actually oh yeah there's a but the I think the family life is kind of interesting too. It, oh man, it gets it gets played up at times. Uh, but you can tell that this is a family that just lives in this because mm-hmm. he he decides that he's going to start writing music and early in the film he's just mimicking the fight that his parents are having while he's playing the guitar. Yeah, and that just shows like he could have in any other film he could have just been talking to someone else and talking about how bad it is and how it's been like that his whole life but the fact that he is so not affected by it while still being affected by it and able to sing and kind of make light of this situation right it just completely shows how used to it he is Mm -hmm. and that is that you learn so much just by that one small scene it was it was super well done uh yeah i think i want to save a lot for the uh yeah because there's a lot that happens in this film yeah but i think the the songs are good the acting's good i like i like all their Mm -hmm. their friend uh, the way everyone's connected makes sense Mm -hmm. um the family dynamic is is realistic but like you said played up at times Mm -hmm. but feels i mean yeah yeah it's i mean it's a presence Mm -hmm. but and the the everyone being connected the the way that the band comes together not everyone in the band has their own, you know, arc. Yeah. It's it's not, you know, it's not really covering that. It's mostly about the main the main character and right. his arc. But the other characters have fun little traits that yeah. make them interesting or memorable or They're not they're not super well-rounded, mm-hmm. but they don't feel just like one notes. Mm-hmm. Like you get there's one part where they uh they're filming their first video and the African American character mm-hmm. keeps like trying to get the spotlight yeah. in the video and yeah. you're, you learn so much about him just from that. Mm-hmm. And he like hardly had talked before that, but you know so much about him. Well, and the, the cowboy kid. Yeah. The cowboy yeah. kid <laughs> and his friend. Yeah. Oh man. It's good. Stuff. And I love the little, like the little guy who's the manager. Mm-hmm. He has like business cards. Yeah. <laughs> He's just written when up. He, when he hands He's out like, Oh, I don't hand. have a phone. So just, you know, just call me. Yeah. No one has phones. Just call out. No one has phones. <laughs> just come find me. <laughs> it, whenever they write that later of like, Hey, if you're interested just, just call, there's no phone, but just call. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even say at one point, just call out. Just call like, out. Just, call, just start shouting for us. Yeah. We'll it's come r- running. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's kind of, but that's like a fun, weird, like kid thing. Uh-huh. I mean, they're supposed to be like what? 15, 14, yeah. 16 that kind of age range right. um but they're all like a bunch of little dweebs i don't know it's really awesome um and it's and it's you know i'd say this film is at least semi-realistic in certain portrayals it doesn't oh yeah it doesn't sugarcoat anything really oh no, it does not it uh it deals with you know kind of uh abuses of power by i mean i wouldn't call it the church in general but by this private authority school, authority, authority figures, figures. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also a little bit of you know, uh, fun in that the the old the really old teacher guy who can't hear or see anything can't hear or see anything. Mm-hmm. We first get him; he's writing stuff on the board. You can't even see what it is. Yeah. And before he turns around to start teaching, he takes a swig of a flask, yeah. then puts it down. And the headmaster comes in and goes, "No, no, you're not teaching Latin. You're teaching teaching Spanish, te- French, French." And he, he goes, "Oh, how he goes how, how modern? How modern? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is real good." So, I mean, I definitely, know. I think people should see this movie. It did not make a lot of money. It's only made uh, half a million in the U.S. since it came out mm-hmm. in small release. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a smaller film, but I think it's well worth anybody's time. It's 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 a good movie. Mm-hmm. 
right, so we both liked it. Yep. Uh, at the end, we will have more in the discussion. Yup. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. We have Captain America Civil War. It's a new indie film, right? We have, yes, of course. Limited release, right? Yeah. It's going to be like three screens. Yeah, like you'll be lucky to see it. Yeah. You'll be lucky Who to hear we can, about it. Six screens per theater. Mm-hmm. A theater with four screens, they're just going to put two more up. Mm-hmm. Just on the back walls of the theater. Go outside in the, th- in the parking lot and pull up a chair. <laughs> they're going to, as soon as the credits are done, they just start playing another, another one. Another one. Everyone get out. Yeah. Can't get back in. <laughs> Everyone out. Uh, then in limited release, a bigger splash. And in limited release, being Charlie. Nice. Uh, but before we play Guess the Ending, uh, let's give out some thanks. Starting with Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, which we got from the YouTube audio library. Uh, that's youtube.com slash audio library. Plenty of good little songs for you to use in uh, your various projects. Uh, then our logo uh, was done by Justin Kizon. Uh, he's also a writer. You can read his writings at agentsofguard.com. Or you can hear his voice every month on Benview on Spielberg. Nice. And then uh, another podcast that you should check out is Pick Your Path. It's a Choose Your Adventure style Enhanced podcast written by myself, uh, Matt Benson, and David King. And it is a doozy. Uh, the whole first season is available right now. That's six episodes of Choose Your Adventure style adventures uh, where you, the listener, get to make decisions uh, thanks to the magic of enhanced audio podcast recordings. Uh, so yeah. go check that out. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you got about optograb.org, his uh, website where he posts all of his writings. Uh, he writes a lot about the Oscars. He writes a lot about TV recaps. He does uh, what, Bob's Burgers and other fun stuff. He did a Mad Men when it was on. Yeah, he's all over everything. He's all over TV movie. He's almost as current as I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you should check out his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. That's Thomas Willett. Uh, Jordan. I do streaming over at twitch.tv backslash Gamer Assault Weekly uh, this weekend. Um, actually, you know what? I'm I'm also... It's not going to just be this weekend. I will also be streaming... A day of the week? What is this? Um, I think it's... Oh, you know what? No, I don't know what. It's just Saturday. I know who. I forgot there was a different Jordan that is also streaming. <laughs> they shouldn't... Oh, that's what it is. They okay. should call him Other Jordan. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Well, I go by Jordan Prime, so I'm pretty happy. Oh, there with you that. go. Jordan Prime. <laughs> Jordan Prime. Uh, I will be streaming Overwatch because that just went into uh, beta, hmm. uh, closed beta, on the 5th through the 9th. It's going to be on open beta on all platforms. Mm-hmm. And I actually started playing before coming to record tonight. Dang. And it is 
super cool. Wow. So I'll be streaming that from 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv backslash weekly. Also follow GA Weekly on Twitter mm-hmm. for any updates. We'll be streaming different stuff all week. We've got John streaming B- uh, Battleborn, which is also an open beta this week. Uh, our good friend Adam uh, will be streaming. Uh, we'll have s- streamed League of Legends uh, this Monday. And... Uh, I don't know. Everyone's going to be streaming he's, something. He's it's going to be fun. He's a big league boy. Yeah, yeah. He loves those uh, leaks. Mm-hmm. Big league Jew. <laughs> all right. So check out all the other great shows on the Bendy Network, including uh, such newcomers as The Artist Tree uh, with Kayla Berry. She'll be interviewing uh, uh, people in the industry uh, so that newcomers can get some tips and tricks. Uh, Van Dammit, uh Chris Gutierrez uh, hosts that with uh, his buddy Zach Nix. Uh, where they will be talking about Van Damme films, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Which one are they doing this week? Uh, I don't know if they're weekly or monthly. I don't know what their schedule release is, but they just released one that I believe is a twofer of Bloodsport and Kickman. What's it called? Kickboxer? Kickboxer? Yeah. That's a twofer. That's a good idea because those are basically the same movie. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's it's combined with whatever their first... Their first one was... Uh, I don't know Jean-Claude Van Damme that well. That's a real weakness for me. But they, I, I believe it was described that, that those two combined with their first one is like a trilogy of canon films or something. Made, nice. made it in the canon. Right. Uh, canon Industries, Canon Productions. I don't know what it's called. Cool. I keep saying the word canon. It sounds cool, though, right? Canon. It's a great word. Uh, and yeah, just check out all the great shows on the Bendy Network. And There's your old favorites, uh, Star Wars Nerd Unite. We got May the 4th coming up. May, May the 4th be with you. I'm mm-hmm. sure they're doing something cool for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Comic Nerd Unite, of course. Popsicles. Uh, you know Benson's boombox whenever he feels like putting that out whatever you like there's going to be a show for you there's going to be a show for you so just go to benvnetwork.com uh, look us up on iTunes and all the other places and our personal website nevpodcast.com for all your nerds have you needs email us nevpodcast at gmail.com and on twitter at nevpodcast and my personal twitter is at podcaster andrew I'm at true velk so now it's time for guess the ending You'll never guess how it ends. I think I'm going first. You are going first. Uh, I'm going to guess the ending for a little film called Captain America Civil War. Yeah, the indie film. Excuse me. Uh, It was directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. It stars Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, Sebastian Stan, uh, 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 Elizabeth Olsen, uh, can I can I keep going or have I died? My brain is dead right now. I'm sorry. Uh, here's a description. Political interference in the Avengers activities causes a rift between former allies, Captain America, and Iron Man. All right. So basically, Iron Man, uh, he sits in his you know estate and he sees the destruction that Captain America has caused, and he's like, I've got to stop this guy. I'm going to stop this guy no matter what. He's up to no good. Yeah, he's up to no good. So he he tries to find a way to, to stop him, and he's trying to find different ways. And he's like, well, how can I defeat his shield? His shield's vibranium. Oh, I don't know. He tries to, you know, he forges an alliance with the uh, uh, the the leader of Wakanda, which is uh, he, secretly the Black Panther, uh, you know, because that's where vibranium comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a whole, there's this weird uh, snaky guy who's trying to, like, you know, snake in there and, and be all like, I think he's French. I don't know. The actor's French. I'm trying to remember what the hell the a- actual <laughs> character's name is, but um, it's, uh, you know, Baron uh, Zemo. It's, oh. It's, uh, that guy is, yeah. 
and so he's like, oh, I'm going to get these two to fight each other. Oh, hoo, hoo, I am so evil. Uh, and so then he does, and they fight. And then, be- oh, but before they fight, for some reason, Iron Man watches, he, he hacks into Baron Zemo's accounts and sees that there's like some other secret heroes. Hold on. And he watches these videos, and he, then he emails them to uh, Captain... Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> can't even remember. Kangaroo? The, no, what's the um, Captain Marvel? Okay. Uh, the the female superhero that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> the, she's going to get a film in a couple of years. Yeah, but... She, he emails it, them to her and, and also is like, who are you? In yeah. separate lines. Right. Yeah, very awkwardly. But it's because he hacked the... Uh, he hacked Zemo's, the server. Z- well, Zemo's his, server. his Pinterest account. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, and then in the end, of course, everyone goes, wait a second... We shouldn't be fighting each other. There's greater things to fight. Is that just and then how an happens? alien comes down, oh. crashes? Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah, no, crashes on Earth. They start fighting this alien, and then the alien dies, and they go, "Wow, good thing we didn't care about this alien, but we <laughs> killed it." Good job, everybody. Good job. Good job. Uh, promotions all around. <laughs> Even the bad guys, yeah, Captain Zemo. You're you're now <laughs> you were a Baron. Uh, now you're a a. a Duke. I was going to say he's he's now a janitor, whereas before he was just a cleaner. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, man. You all read the comics. You know how this movie's going. Yeah, gonna, stuff come happens. On. Come on. Come on. Come on. It looks good. We're all going to watch it. Come on. And then the post-credit sequence oh, what? will be Nick Fury. Say what? He's going to show up. He's going to say, hey, remember how I fake died? I'm now alive again. And also, so is um, so is Clark Gregg. What is his character's name? Colson. Colson. I haven't watched the show in like a long time, which is I have, Hulu's fault. I'm I have say. nine episodes recorded. Yeah, uh, I don't think I meant Colson's or... alive too. Everybody, remember? We yeah. haven't told you yet that he's not not dead. Remember? Yeah, Avengers? Isn't that crazy? No one knows that he's alive except for the people on the show. I think they do. I think it's just a thing where they didn't want to. Like, I think Hawkeye knows, but I don't think anybody else knows. Well, okay. I mean, if you want to get into like a real section here, Ooh. Joss Whedon um, pretty much didn't want them to bring Coulson back. Right, right. So I remember kind of, that. He's kind of at odds with the fact that he, in his in in Age of Ultron, for him, in Age of Ultron, Coulson was dead. dead. So yeah. it's super weird that the TV show did set up the Man, movie. It's so weird. <laughs> Basically, they should totally know Coulson's alive because yeah. he pretty much called them and said, hey, yeah. go to that Arctic base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but yeah, Civil War is going to be good, guys. It's got yeah. like Spider-Man and Black Panther yeah, and, and, uh, and uh, Hawkeye and Ant-Man hang out and, uh, and the Falcon's there. <laughs> it's like comic books. Yeah, it's I'm like excited. real. I'm really excited. It's not like that other thing that isn't. I might see. I, th- I might see it twice as that weird. other thing that isn't comics. Yeah, which is insane to me. The people like that. Yeah, it's so weird. That's so crazy. Why? Why? Did Did you see the the thing I retweeted on on Twitter? It said uh, uh, it showed because um, there was a crossover between the Flash and Supergirl. Oh sure. And they. They like had a whole episode together. It was actually a really cool episode. Sure. And they like hug, uh-huh. and then he goes back to his universe. And it said, um, it was like a little girl talking to her, her mom, and she said, uh, "Why, why aren't Supergirl and Flash fighting, mommy?" And the mom goes, "Well, because it's not written by a bunch of dicks." Yeah. Basically. Uh-huh. All right. What are you gonna guess the ending for? 
We got on a Being real Charlie, page. directed by Rob Reiner. Isn't it crazy that a Rob Reiner film can just like come out of nowhere, s- sneak out, and especially because Carrie Elways is in it. Mm-hmm. So it's common. Yep. And Nick Robinson and Devon Bostic. Uh, Charlie is a troublesome 18-year-old who breaks out of a youth drug treatment clinic, but when he returns home to Los Angeles, he's given an intervention by his parents and forced to do an adult rehab. There, he meets a beautiful but troubled girl, Eva, who, and is forced to battle with drugs, elusive love, and divided parents. Um, this, we get that whole setup. But when he gets there, Carrie Elways is going to come in and, uh, Say, hey, you want me to read you a story before you go to bed? And and uh, Nick Robinson is like, well, you know, as long as there's no kissing in it or any of that other stuff. And uh, he proceeds to tell him a story that is maybe one of the greatest stories ever told. And it involves giants and men in black masks and, and Vicini and uh, Miracle Max and uh, some white horses a machine that sucks the life out of you, a uh, giant rats, giant rubber rats. And um, it's crazy. He goes through this whole experience and he tells him this story and and uh, they actually just cut and paste the Princess Bride right in the middle of the movie. And then he comes out on the other side and he's like, you know what, you're right, I'm never going to do drugs again. And Eva, Eva is also there and she heard the story and she's like, oh, that's beautiful, I'm never going to do drugs either. And uh, the movie just ends with them walking out of the drug drug treatment facility, and uh, they're holding hands and and they're ready to take on life because they got the joy of Princess Bride. That's that's a real delight. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna see this movie, even though I own Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Princess Bride inside In of another movie. movie. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we can end the guessing. Uh, that brings to a close this episode here, episode 274. And those were all correct. Yeah, of course. And those were right. Uh, and next week is going to be a doozy. Oh, man. Uh, how many how many guests are we going to have on? I see we've got room on the board for eight. Yeah, we can fit eight people let's, on the let's board. Get, let's get eight people. I, that's scary. Why? That's too What's many wrong? people. Too many voices. Too many voices? Yeah. I mean, if we get Benson, that already counts as two. Uh, three. <laughs> 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 that's 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 more excuse like, me sir please three <laughs> three uh, hopefully we'll get him uh, was a stalwart Marvel movie you know <laughs> lover uh, but yeah um, there'll be some fun next week for sure for sure it's gonna be a big week it's gonna be fun for sure I mean we're reviewing uh, Hardcore Henry but I'm sure this Civil War movie is going to be good. No, and it's a bit. It's a. It's episode two seventy five next week. That's yeah. always a nice. Oh yeah, it's a landmark. It's in like a, way. a rounder number. Yeah, round number. Uh, but until then, uh, pl- I mean, please come back. First of all, oh boy. S- second of all, for next week is going to be crazy. Stick stick around after the little music here for our discussion. Yeah, uh, where we get in a little deeper on Sing Street. Right, because we didn't have that much of a review. We just kind of said it was great. Yeah, because um, we loved it. The weird thing was, is even. I feel like in the discussion, we're not going to have a lot to say, yeah. but it's still going to be gushing about how good the movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, I guess, until next week, I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, drive it like you stole it, you need to just write that fucking song and sing it on stage because everyone's going to love it. So yeah, I saw four movies Jesus. this weekend. 
He's like, uh, didn't I help you with the, um, with the popcorn and everything? And I was like, no. A different guy took care of my popcorn. His name was uh, Ronald. Oh, jeez. Which I, I usually say the person's name whenever I'm, I'm interacting with them. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, 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 no. I was at the check stand. I was like, well, I don't think so. And he's like, yeah, because that person had an element shirt on. And you've got a similar element shirt on. And I was like, no, I've just I've been here, you know. And he goes, okay. And I think, I think he knew. Mm-hmm. If this is one of our shortest episodes, that's okay with me. We could just say at the end of the thing that all of our energy is ready for Avengers next week. Yeah. Or yeah. not Avengers. I keep saying Avengers. Captain America. Right. You know what? And that doesn't bother me, though. Yeah. It pretty much is. <laughs> This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. All right, now we're in that discussion. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Okay, so yeah, what do you want to get into? We didn't even really talk about the... The love interest? The love interest, the model, uh, as she is called, the riddle of the model. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, when he says, oh, it's not based on you. It's based on another model I know. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was man. so transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think she was a really interesting character. Yes. In that she kind of had this uh, like ill-fated love interest uh, on the side that we didn't really get to know. We see him in one scene. We hear about him, that he's not that great of a guy. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of falling for the main character. Uh, and she doesn't, you know, there's a there's a point almost at the end where... Uh, he goes to try and find her again at the, she lives in a girl's home, which means that her parents are, uh, we find out one of them's, uh, her father is dead. Her father died. He got hit by a car because he was drunk and he walked into the street. Yeah, And then her mother is committed. Her mom was committed, is committed because she's manic, manic depressive. Manic depressive. Yeah. yeah. And so she's in this girl's home. Uh, and when, um, what there is his is name? Cosmo? There, there is some I'm hints. Still like, what was this? There is name? some hints yeah. at de, uh, like some form of abuse by the father before oh, he got hit. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that was but, very subtle and yeah. kind of shocking to me. Right? How subtle it was. She she has one line where she's like, "I don't know why he preferred me to my mom," and I was yeah. like, "Oh geez," or like, why I was a replacement for her. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Where it was just like, Ooh. "Oh, that that means like a hundred more things than what's being said." Mm-hmm. Uh, but she she gives him the nickname Cosmo, which is yeah. what he's oh, that's known right. by. I thought he actually had a real name too. Yeah, but I don't remember what it was. And it's not listed on it. Nope. Thanks, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she um, when he goes to try and find her, and she's gone at least for a short period of time. Right. One of her other housemates or whatever answers the door and says, "Oh, I re- I lost money on you. Mm-hmm. I really thought she was going to make the right choice this time." Yeah. And I, I'm like, that's a big bummer. Yeah. Because, like, that's a, you know, like, they're they're watching this and, you know. Hearing s- his music. Yeah, they see the whole thing and they, they just, they're like, oh, we know, we know that, that who's, who's a good choice and who's a bad choice. And yeah. she made the wrong choice. And she kind of, uh, like, makes it implicit to him of this is kind of the choices she makes. Yeah. This is not the first time mm-hmm. she's made a choice like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which opens his eyes, I think, big time. <clears throat> Well, especially because he was—he wanted her to come 
to be in their video mm-hmm. uh, at for, the their, gym. for their last, not their last song, but like their second to last song that we mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that video, he describes it. And then we see it, we see the, the start of the video and then it turns into like his dream version of oh, it. Which is just, that's heartbreaking, heartbreaking and beautiful. Uh-huh. And cause he's gotten to the fights with everyone shows his, his, his like viewpoint and how he sees everything mm-hmm. and then brings his parents back in it, which at, at this point have made it clear that they're breaking up yeah. and that she's moving in with her lover mm-hmm. and he's going to get an apartment and mm-hmm. they're going to be living separately and, and they're going to be now having their time split between two yeah. places. And, and his brother's kind of washed up and he shows up in the video and helps out. And yeah. it's like, oh man. It's just, wow. Yeah. It's it's rough. And I, I really enjoyed that his brother became more than just Yoda. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and he just is this character who is so influential to Cosmo and, mm-hmm. and not only is the development, but the way he sees the world in general and, but is, is messed up too mm-hmm. and, and washed up mm-hmm. and, and how, how his, his younger brother's success and not even success, just his, his willingness to go headlong into doing something great and to make something of himself and how he just, I think his older brother realizes that it was his doing that helped him do that. And mm. while that is bittersweet for him, there is that heartbreaking moment that they have in his room. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it galvanizes him, mm. which is kind of great. Yeah. By the end of the film. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's some good, good character development in this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really think um, like that ending is like really kind of crazy. Right, but also, I mean, I don't want to say perfect, but it's mm-hmm. it's kind of beautiful. It's it their 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 source of hope is to get away from their current situations because because they say he says something to her earlier, which he's got from his brother, where that if you don't get out of Dublin, uh, you just become old and angry or something mm-hmm. like that because all of your dreams are unfulfilled. Yeah. So so they have to escape. Yeah. Even though they're both or she's she's in a girl's home, he's not done with school. Yeah. You know? And they're they're going there I, with just the clothes on their back and some stuff in bags and yeah. in a tiny tiny little tugboat. The tiniest little boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean it's nuts, but it's kind of like, yeah. It reminded me of it. uh what is that? Uh, the Sunrise Kingdom. What was it called? What? Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Uh-huh. I got the I got the phase wrong. Yeah. Um, in Moonrise Kingdom, just kind of the the relationship those two characters oh, had. Yeah they, yeah, they run off. Yeah, yeah. They run off, mm-hmm. but it, it is this innocent, beautiful relationship, and, and they're kind of like outsiders. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, but in this it's not innocent. Like they are both aware of their flaws and, and what's wrong with them. And, and but they're going to make it work anyway. And I don't know. It's beautiful. You're right. That ending is just, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we don't even see if they make it. It doesn't we don't matter. See, yeah. It's just the fact that they did it. Mm-hmm. They went, they, they took their shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
But yeah, all, all the songs are really good too. I, like love I really want to make sure everyone yeah. knows that these songs are really good. Like sometimes really good. you get an original song in a film and you go, oh, okay. And you're right. Uh, there's two of them in the trailer, two of the original songs, and they're both fantastic. Yeah. They're really what made me think, I need to check this out. And seeing their writing process mm-hmm. in the movie was really cute because mm-hmm. he'd just come over and be like, you want to help me write a song? And he's like, hell yeah. Yeah. It's just, he's like, of course. Yeah. Get in here. Get it. Let's, <laughs> Let's do start this. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's really good. Yeah. It's a real treat. Yeah. It just, with everything going on right now, you know, you've got, we, we, we always talk about it in the top 10 of all these different genres of films that come out, the horror mm-hmm. film, cartoons, animated, you know, dramas, thrillers. We've got the, you know, Captain, Captain America coming out next week. And this is just a fun, beautiful movie that, deals with heavy stuff but is still really positive mm-hmm. and it's just hard to there aren't many movies that are like that anymore mm-hmm. and moonrise kingdom is the last one that comes to mind where i just came away from that like this was a fun adventure yeah and man that's good mm-hmm. it's real good is there anything else you want to talk about in the plot um I don't think so. Uh, There's just these beautiful introspective moments where he's sitting with his brother on the stairs and they're watching uh, their mom sitting in the sun. Mm -hmm. Just totally breaking down the whole situation about how that's like her one time of solace in the middle of the day and she's always wanted to go to Spain and Mm -hmm. their father has never taken her. And it's just, they're just so aware and I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's a smart, well written, great movie, mm-hmm. and it, I don't think a lot of people are going to see it in theaters because of just the hubbub of everything that's coming out right now. Yeah. But it's it's well worth your time, even if you don't see it in the theater. Keep an eye out for it because watching this, it's it's only beneficial to you. It's good stuff. 